Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 184. I want to thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode. So it occurred to me over the course of the last few days, um, you know, we're 180, now 84 episodes into uh, this podcast, and um, I really haven't kind of laid out my testimony or, you know, shared about myself. And so... I think um, I think I want to do that for this episode today, and um, I think it would be uh, neat or useful um, if you know periodically, um, you know, I just kind of share a little of myself and my situation. Um, I know, you know, I've, I haven't reached out to um, many of you or haven't heard from many of you rather. Um, and so just to, I don't know, give a little uh, different nuance to the this podcast and um, a little relatability so I'm not just some voice, uh, but maybe we could connect in some other kinds of ways. I think that would be neat. So um, I do appreciate those who have um, sent in uh, emails, um, you know, given some feedback, interacted in, in whatever form that is. I appreciate those. And I, I would ask that, you know, more people, I would love to hear from um, all of you who are listening. Uh, you can reach out uh, through just email, the Bible study podcasts at gmail.com. Um, I also have the website is uh, continual development. Um, so there's some, there's a contact section there that you can reach out. Um, that's the website, the Bible study uh, Links to those are in the description notes of each episode. Uh, so you can find me there. So, um, so yeah, today's episode, I think I just want to kind of share the um, unfiltered uh, story of the progression of my life and my faith journey, uh, which is definitely what it is, a journey uh, for each of us. And it takes a unique uh, some twists and turns for, for all of us, um, but uh, by the grace of God, He has brought us to where we are today, and so... Um, I'm appreciative and thankful for that, as I'm sure you are as well, for your particular story. So, um, I guess just to lay the foundation, I was um, a young child, about two years old, and uh, my birth parents, um, they were not in a position to uh, take care of of myself, and I have a uh, full-blooded sister. Um, They were not in position to take care of us, so they had um, reached out to my aunt and uncle and um, asking if they would be willing to watch after us uh, for a period of time till they got up on their feet. Um, And by this point in time, my aunt and uncle had already raised kids, uh, they were grown and by this point have um, moved out. And so I think they were, uh, you know, in their late 40s, maybe 50 at the time. So my um, aunt and uncle agreed. Um, and and so we, my sister and I, 
uh, moved in. And uh, again, the arrangement was just temporary, um, but uh, over the course of some time, and I don't have all the details, um, but it became a permanent situation. And while I'm thankful for the opportunity to relocate as the previous family situation um, would have been very difficult and uh, there's a lot of uh, you know drug addiction um, poverty a lot of a lot of some psychological issues just a lot of problems that um, that are present in my birth family um, while I'm thankful that they had the uh, I guess sight to see uh, a need for our resituationing. Um, there, there was a struggle for me, as far as I can remember, um, a bit on you know this being translocated, and um, as you can imagine, there were you know plenty of behavior issues and uh, and in my past, and so. And for this for this testimony, I just I I purely just kind of keep it from my perspective, um, as I that's what I can speak best to. Um, also, just to say up front too, you know I really don't have a lot of memories as a young child. Um, could be because of you know just blocking things out. Um, even in you know my aunt and uncle's household, I don't really remember a whole lot. I do have some some really good memories of you know time spent together doing different things going to the mountains uh, cookouts family get-togethers things like that um i don't really remember a whole lot of stuff from my early years for whatever reason so um my aunt and uncle they and from this point on i'll just call them you know parents mom and dad uh, because that's what they became uh, very quickly and uh, I didn't really know anything else. So um, being raised by now my parents, um, they were it was a very religious home, very spiritual upbringing. I was uh, brought up in church uh, around Christian influences um, and Christian um, input. Well, we, um, you know, as a young as a young child, um, I got from what I can recall, which is not well, and um, I I really don't remember the moment, but um, I was I you know gave my heart to Jesus, became a Christian, got saved at a very early age, and you know that was pretty much my um, paradigm was a, a paradigm of you know Christianity. Now. Um, you know, fast forward, I, I don't want to belabor this too much, and, and I'm sorry if I s- seem to be stammering. This is just kind of, you know, natural and organic. I don't have anything prepared uh, to make it more streamlined. But I, as I began to um, be brought up in this Christian household, you know, as any young person can probably relate um, and even you know you adults listening, um, you know I had my ups and downs with uh, Christianity, and 
you know, I had my ups and downs in just the religious upbringing narrative. And I do recall times where I was very passionate about following, um, following after Jesus and following after God. And I, um, I do recall though times where I wasn't, didn't find myself interested. Uh, and then times that I was really, um, what we'll just say adamant, very, very interested and very eager. And so there were times of that. And, um, I remember one particular situation when I was probably in the vicinity, somewhere between middle school and high school, I went on a, a church retreat and I was your typical teen, you know, interested mostly just in, um, I think maybe at that time I played guitar, um, I played soccer in high school and, uh, you know, I was interested in girls. So that was pretty much my, my bit. And I went on this youth retreat with this church uh, we had previously attended. Um, we weren't currently attending there, but it, it, I was familiar with them. And um, But it had been a number of years since I'd really been engaged with any of them there, so it was a little bit foreign and odd, but um, it was a uh, Pentecostal church. So if you're familiar with that uh, denomination, you know, Church of God, Pentecostal, uh, charismatic type of um type of services and experience. So I go and um, it was, you know, fun time, more about engaging with some of the youth there. Um, We would have these evening, I guess evening services in our cabin that we were staying in. And it was just a time kind of of worship and prayer. Uh, People just kind of gathered around in the, in the living area there. And, um, I had not really had much of um, a recent exposure to the the more the manifestations of the of the spirit, and um, so that was kind of a foreign experience to me. Even though I'd been brought up in that type of environment, it wasn't um, in the more recent years that I had been around that dynamic. So um, it was that evening when. Um, I began to, at first it was awkward to be around, you know, speaking in tongues, you know, more of a uh, charismatic energy in the, kind of in the throes of worship, so to speak. And so it was a bit awkward for me at first, as I can kind of vaguely recall. Um, Now I'm 38 years old now. I would have been still in high school, so this is quite a long time ago. Um, so, you know, bear with me in my uh, re- recollection. But um, it was a bit awkward. But um, at some point in time, I began to uh, just, I, I wanted, I, I don't know, I don't even know how that transition happened, but I, I became interested in uh, pursuing this dynamic with the Holy Spirit. And so I began to ask for the Holy Spirit to to fill me to overflowing. I think that was even the uh, the words that I used, and it was just a repetitive ask. That's all I knew to say, and that's all that came out was I just asked the Holy Spirit to fill me to overflowing, and that was it. That was, and I don't know how long I you know 
hands lifted maybe and you know eyes closed and that was the words that I just asked over and over and over and um, what seemed like forever um, transitioned into something that I don't even really have a great memory of I have uh, my current wife um, her mother has told me some things about that time because I she was actually there uh, coincidentally and um, but her daughter was not. She, um, we were different age ages at the time. So um, she she had kind of mentioned to me that uh, of the scenario and and what that appeared as though. But I I became filled with the Holy Spirit and um, and it was a um, I'm trying to I'm trying to navigate the words to describe it um this is different than to say of course when we're saved we're you know there's a feeling being filled with the holy spirit but but this was a um an encounter let's call it that an encounter with the holy spirit and it was uh one of 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 power and um very experiencing if i could say that so I'll spare all the details of that, um, but that goes on for for quite a while. But of course, I I lost track of time, so I don't I don't really know. Um, it wasn't that it was I lost control and became, if you will, possessed. It was just um, it was an encounter, and you are in this place, this I'll just call it heavenly type place, and um, there just begins this dynamic this exchange of of meeting the one who is God this this holy spirit the spirit of God and so that was a real marking milestone f- for me and it set me on i don't know that i would necessarily call it a journey but it set me on a place of tangible reality to the things of God um, it definitely marked me, but just like any teenager, uh, high schooler, I continued to struggle with various, uh, you know, things and, um, you know, struggles and lack of desire of the things of God. And so it was this up and down thing. And I do recall there were times in my life where I wanted to pursue God and times I couldn't care less. And so this type of roller coaster continued through... Um, much of my adult life, um, there were there were times where I couldn't have been further from God, um, and then there were times where I was hungry for Him. Um, I do recall several instances where, I, when I was living on my own, I do recall instances where I would um, I used to you know play guitar and I would write poetry and and so. You know, I was kind of in that vein, if you will, and um, I remember there would be times when I, you know, be by myself and you know, no one's around, so I'm not worried about how I appear. But I would find myself in these places of, um, you know, emotion, and um, I, you know, I, I might be writing uh, a song or poetry, and there would be this encounter that I would have. You know, in, in the privacy of my own place, and um, 
I would begin to just kind of weep and um, I, I would I would just begin to talk to God and I would I would write down things and like questions I would write down things it would shift from poetry into conversation and it's kind of what I, I ended up calling them conversations with God but I would write down these things and and I would get a response it would be as though the thought comes straight into my head and I write an answer to the thing that I wrote and so it became this dialoguing and um, it it just it just kind of happened, and those happened not all the time, but they they happened several times. I would say maybe six to twelve times, maybe that I can recall, um, just at various times in my life. Um, and they didn't happen necessarily in times where I was at my you know my best. In fact, most of the times I, they happened when I was could be argued that I was at my worst. Um, so it was, I believe, God um, injecting himself into my into my story, into my existence, and and just kind of reminding me of of his awareness and of his um, desire and his uh, patience with me, really. And so these happened, you know, like I said, several times and uh, for for some apparent reasons or moment. Well, can, fast forward on, I'm still up and down. Um, I have in my mind that I'm a Christian and I've had this experience, an encounter with the Holy Spirit of, you know, power and, um, and real, uh, you know, f- the fireworks type, if you will. And, um, and I, I may have had other experiences too that I just don't recall in this moment, but, um, still it was an up and down thing with the Lord. And, um, I get married, um, my, you know, my wife, we, we dated throughout, um, throughout her high school. Um, and it was, um, it was a very up and down relationship as well. And we get married, and um, early into our marriage, um, at this point in time, again, I was far from the Lord. I didn't really care anything about God, and and I, in fact, I had probably um, I use this as an excuse, really, but I'd been burned a time or two in you know religion and Christianity, and so um, I'd use that kind of as a catalyst to just distance myself from uh, the people of God and the, you know, the things of God. So I was very hard and bitter and didn't want anything to do with it. And, um, and so, you know, I really, really acted out. And, um, and so, like I said, we, we had gotten married. We were, uh, married not long, uh, really. Um, and I found myself in, <laughs> found myself not like I was lost and I just discovered myself but um, I had had at this point in time I had I'd had an affair um, I, my wife and I we were um, separating um, there was um, a point in time where we nearly got divorced and um, God just miraculously changed our minds on the way to to sign 
you know, the papers. Um, so, it, it, like, I was a truly and genuinely bad person. Um, and I was selfish. I wanted just to, you know, I lived for myself um, at this later on the point. Now, my timeline's probably terrible. Um, so, when my wife's listening to this, she's probably thinking, you your timeline's way off. Uh, so um, I'm a terrible accounter of time, uh, if you uh, know me closely. But, um, you know, multiple, essentially, I'll just conclude multiple affairs, um, multiple ways of just living for myself, reckless, careless, not interested in anyone but myself. Even at these times, we had small children and. Um, I just just cared about myself, and I was doing my own thing. But um, there was there was a point in time in our marriage, and you know this had you know went over the course of some years, and um, it, it's really a miracle that my wife didn't leave. She had every right to, uh, but uh, she didn't, and the Lord just kept. Reminding her that you know just to give me time to to be patient and um, you know he's he's working. Well, uh, you know fast forward some time, and we uh, we have our we have at the time I think it was um, four I guess it was four kids at the time the fourth one being the youngest and um, we were. I had just finished um, school. I had went back to school uh, to get my doctorate, and I um, would went had went back and finished that up. And we were we had been living in the uh, Kingsport area at the time, and we were wanting to transition back to closer to family, uh, which would be you know in the, like the Knoxville area. So we both kind of. S- um, we both had been thinking about doing that kind of uh, independent. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> independent of each other, we kind of had that that thought or desire. Well, um, when we came together, we talked about it. And we you know we we wanted to get closer to family, and we also both kind of had this desire to get our kids back into church um, again. Remember, I really didn't want anything to do with God for years. Um, most of my adult life, and um, at this at this point in time, we had we had reconciled, and you know things were going relatively well. But um, you know, I'm still I still feel as lost as I can be. Well, we um, a door opens up, and through my work, we were able to transition back into the Knoxville area. Well, my my wife at the time uh, had visited was going to visit a a friend, and I was by myself at home for, and this was back in Knoxville, for whatever reason, and I can't begin to imagine why besides the fact that just God intervened uh, upon me, but for whatever reason, I decided to go to a church service, and um, it was a church that I'd been to before. Uh, a different one than what I'd grown up in, but um, similar. I decided to go back, 
And I couldn't tell you the sermon or the, the songs, but something happened to me that day that I can only describe as a heart transplant. It was from that point that I was marked and began to be hungry for the things of God. I didn't have any kind of paradigm for what happened, or I just was hungry for the things of God. And so um, when my wife came home, she actually had commented to me later that when she returned home, the house, the home that we lived in, felt different. There was something different about it, and she, she had felt the change. And so it was from that point um, where, um, it, I'm, I think, again, I'm terrible with time, but um, it would have probably been in the neighborhood of uh, 2018, maybe, uh, when, when that change had marked me. Um, and um, it's just, uh, I say all that to say that um, from that point, it was, it was a, a marketed hunger for God to know Him more, to, uh, to seek Him, to understand Him, to explore the the depths of him i've had a you know insatiable hunger to know him more to um to explore his word and to learn and to deep deep dive and grow and so i just i I hope that you know to those listening you may find yourself even in a place of you know you feel as lost as you could be and or your situation may be so heavy around you right now that you don't know how it's going to work. Well, I just encourage you that, uh, you know, with God, all things are possible. And in our story, he made what was impossible possible. Um, he healed our marriage. Um, we, uh, you know, that's not to say we don't have difficulties and struggles, but he definitely healed the brokenness that was uh, the result of my infidelity, um, you know, my my deceit and trickery and all these things. Um, he has healed uh, much, and he continues to heal much of what we struggled with or struggle with. Um, there's always there's always things that that the devil would want to try to use to manipulate us if we'll let him. He would love to, and so um, I just hope that this encourages you. Um, gives you a little glimpse at my story and how God, you know, rescued me. And like I said, it's I can only describe it as a heart transplant. I became a different person. Um, I desired different things. I wanted um, to do to participate in different things. Um, it was somewhat of a switch, uh, like a switch on moment. Uh, but it was also there was some gradual change as well. So if your story is somewhere in those, you know, gradual or a switch, you know, you know, be encouraged if you're not one way or the other. It it can be both, and it um, and it was for me. So um, you know, I would just say encourage you to to press in. Ask you know, it, you may not even feel uh, right now a desire to to know God or to be interested in Him. Um, but if there's a if there's a nagging, clawing, you know, voice at you uh, to re- that resonates in this, j- just ask him 
to change your heart, to ask Him to reveal Himself to you because He He desires it more than what you could possibly desire it. Um, so I would just hope that that's an encouragement. Um, I appreciate um, what He's done in my life and how He continues to to use me and to know me and uh, allows me to know Him. Uh, so... Uh, we'll just roll it out with that, and I uh, hope that's a blessing to you. And uh, if you have any feedback or questions, please send me those. I would love to to read them, um, to respond back, uh, just to get some, you know, a little bit of interaction. Um, and so, hope this was a help, and we will see you on the next one. God bless. If it means